0: We want to share our friend Kayla with you. And financial professional. Yes, thank you. Friend and financial professional. Kayla is on a mission to impact and
2: empower, tackling the topic of our financial well-being.
0: It can be such a taboo topic, and a lot of people don't feel comfortable, or feel like it might be too late, or they aren't in a position to start.
2: Right? But Kayla really provides a safe space to communicate and organize your financial life. And she'll be the first to tell you it's never too late, and everyone starts
0: somewhere. And what I love is her style and approach to planning. She takes a holistic and personalized approach with each person, honoring that everyone is at a different phase in life and has unique goals.
2: She totally gets that. Even our financial plans look different.
0: You guys reach out to her and schedule a free intro call.
2: Please tell her we sent you. She's a listener and a supporter of Girl Powerful, And she really wants to be here for our community. Love that.
0: Give her a call at 213 243 7056 or visit her contact page at powerinplanning.org. That's powerinplanning.org. Put Girl Powerful in the comments so she knows we sent you. So exciting. Welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. We're two sisters on a mission to entertain and educate by learning from women who live a purpose driven life. Be sure to subscribe and rate our podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Girl Powerful podcast. On today's episode, we have Lana Love, who is a beautiful and so talented musician. Thank you for being
1: here, Lana. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be a part of this. I love what you guys are doing. Love it. Girls, yeah. rather, what you girls are doing. I'm trying to change my lingo on that. That's okay. I think most people know we're not men, but you never know. I never know. Real
2: quick story. Our mom growing up used to be really silly and she still is, but there was this quote that like is stuck in my head about from the movie Mrs. Doubtfire. Remember? Have you seen that movie? Oh yeah. when he says I don't like men because I used to be one we (laughs) dared our mom to go up to like the pizza counter in a pizza parlor and say that and she did
1: it
0: (laughs) oh my gosh so now every time it's our mom's birthday our friends are like we love you Deb and we don't like men because we used to be one
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious so your mom is a kindred spirit then too yes she's a homie that's for sure also Yeah,
2: I mean, when we had a single mom, she was super strong and powerful. And I think that's why Sonia and I are the way we are is because we had to see her, you know, harness her power and work and take care of us and protect us and all the good things. But what was it like being Lana as a 12 year old girl? We always like to ask our guests that because everyone's stories are so different. But at the end of the day, they're all the same. You know what I mean?
1: So are. And I had a single mom, too. Hmm. It's the same story in that my dad left when I was eight, and then she just kind of took over both parental roles, essentially. So, yeah, I just I had a similar upbringing that my mom wore the pants and the skirt.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire, like to a Sure, <laughs> <laughs> our moms would have been best friends. Like that's hysterical. Where are you from?
2: Like what I kind, kind
1: of-, of Atlanta, Georgia
0: oh hey
1: Atlanta I'm a southern belle and then Florida New York and now LA okay so I've kind of been all over you guys are in Idaho girls you girls in Idaho right now yeah but we're we're Angelinos
2: at heart and forever and ever amen
1: (laughs) you know once you are one you're just flapping yeah, <laughs> but what was you like
0: growing up? Since we work with tween and teen girls, it's so interesting to be in such a pivotal moment of their life where they're self-aware, they're building their confidence, they're really choosing who their support system is. So what were you like? Who was Lana as a 12-year-old?
1: You know, I was very confused and lost at 12, especially throughout almost my entire teenage up until really about now. I mean, up until my twenties, you know, I just, I didn't, I wasn't popular in school. I got picked on all the time and I'd moved so many times that I never really had a solid friend group. I didn't really feel that base ever until I found it later on as my chosen family. Mm. You know, my mom was always super supportive, but other than that, I didn't really have anyone else to i guess latch on to as a kid or to you know give me advice and my mom was everything to me she you know she raised us girls i have a little sister too you know so yeah and she's so like
2: in your loneliness or your confusion like what did you do you remember saying anything to yourself like were you always like man this sucks or did you do you remember what your self talk sounded like i know like when we were that young like no one talked about what self-talk was but like i know sonia's like really familiar with what her head sounded like and we found her journals and she was so emo it was like really radical
1: (laughs) i think you and i share that because i used to write just self-sabotage songs all the time like everything that i wrote was sad yeah not one lyric was happy. It was all about depression. And, you know, I even think um, I went on medication for it at some point, very, very young, which I now looking back, I probably didn't need mm-hmm. I found other ways like meditation and yoga and exercise and surrounding myself with the right people. Um, that's been a huge key factor for me. But when I was growing up, I didn't have that. Uh, knowledge just I didn't even know what to do or where to turn to so I would write yeah I would go
0: inward right like I feel like that's a big thing a lot of us can relate to is since we didn't have those mental health tools we went inward and like had this own world inside of us that sometimes we're brave enough to share sometimes not like I never did but where did you get the confidence you do share that you um were abused by your father so like how did you evolve from that how did you help heal yourself to be confident and to share yourself because now you're you're so beautiful you have a great education and now this blossoming music career so can you share with us i know it's a lot <laughs> to ask but i'd love to hear it
1: no i and um I just, I so appreciate you sharing your story too. I feel like it's something that we don't necessarily talk about openly, especially when we were kids. You know, now I think the door is open for more of these conversations. And if it can help someone else, then the conversation has to be had. You know, so in regards to my father, you know, I had a lot of abandonment issues that I still live with. I don't think they necessarily ever go away, but my coping mechanisms are so strong that I recognize it for what it is when that pops up in my life, because it pops up in different people in different ways and different relationships, you know, um, especially father-daughter relationships. I think that's such a strong figure in society and within our, you know, our own family life that we take that into our adult life when we start dating people or, you know, it can show up in many different ways. Um, But how I became strong. I think that that is an ever evolving question, I think that I'm, I do believe that I'm strong now, but I think I'm even going to be stronger tomorrow. And then the next day and the next day, just because life will force you to. Mm -hmm. Um, I hid for a long time. I hid for a long time from all my trauma. And then I realized that it was actually a tool to help me heal. And my way of doing that was through writing. I kind of had to get out all those emo songs. I still write emo songs. <laughs> I saw you I found your first song that you wrote down. I saw it on your Instagram story. I'm like, this
0: is amazing.
1: I found it. And it was about being bougie about your love. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> sure bougie you. about your yeah. Because nobody else is going to be bougie about it for you.
2: Yes, I loved it. My songs were like about cute boys and, and being like, remember, I would like, I would change, what's it called when you change the words to an already existing, like, song or rhythm?
1: Oh, um, what's that, a favorite? A parody?
2: parody? Yeah, like a parody. I would sing, like, I'd sit on the counter in the kitchen and, like, (laughs) rewrite, like, smash mouth songs and be like I'm gonna ding dong ditch him I'm gonna throw <laughs> eggs at his house if he doesn't kiss me like yeah so you guys had like wait went way deeper but like that was my letting go I
1: am that, like that's deep too <laughs> smash mouth is deep. I, think maybe, I think maybe it's more like
2: revenge like you guys are emotional but I like and uh, you like to rhyme I like <laughs> to rhyme I'm very simple it's like you can't go deeper than a
0: solid rhyme
1: like you can't <laughs> that's to rhyme
0: yeah but I know just... but wait tell me about how you went to school so you went to private school and then you your education's in music right
1: well I actually my story is a little wonky so I went I was switching schools every two years I never really had a solid school that I went to. I actually ended up getting kicked out of school of all Callier County public schools when I was a young kid. Um, I just, I got into trouble. I was hanging out with the wrong group of kids and I was super depressed and, you know, just didn't know where to put my anger Uh and my energy. And so I would purposefully fail. Um, And then my mom pulled me out and said, Hey, either you get into this private school or we don't you're know on, you're
2: own.
1: Yeah. You're on your own. So I had auditioned for this school um, called a uh, community school in Naples, Florida. And because I auditioned for the theater program, they ended up taking me. That is the only reason why. And that's a, um, a storyline that keeps continuing in my life. It's this cyclical music, saving me music, mm. saving me. And it was always there. It's the only consistent that I've had in my life, maybe aside from my mother, but, but really, and truly my saving grace, and how I got out of my, uh, the mess in my mind. Yeah.
2: So once you had that opportunity in the school, did you kind of change your tune and like show up to math class and at least get a C or something? Or were you like, no, it's just music class and theater
0: or. uh...
1: Yeah, I showed up. I got a, I ended up with a 4.3 GPA. Oh, so you had a new chapter. I did. I buried that girl behind. I buried that girl behind so many times. I think, you know, especially as teenagers, we evolve so quickly. And. I really, you know, to young, for young girls, I really believe that, and, and myself now, and, and women now, it, you can change tomorrow. Even my mother, who's in her 60s, she'll kill me for saying that, but but she is changing her entire life now. Mm-hmm. Like, we go through phases, we evolve, we're constantly evolving. And I think at that age, at that 13, 14 to 16-year-old range, we we only see where we're at in the present. And we don't have that perspective of like, oh, I could actually, I don't have to be delinquent, or I don't have to go that route, I could choose something else. And to just know that you have that option. Yeah, that's the biggest
0: tool, I think, for self esteem building is knowing that you have the choice. So being in the driver's seat, being in charge of your life, being like, even with abandonment issues, it's like, looking at dating and relationships and friendships it's like do I choose this person to be in my life it's like not sometimes it's like oh am I worthy enough to be in their life it's like no you have to change your mindset and be like do I choose them to be in my life like do I actually want this yeah, person I think or this thing
2: girls and women we give our power away a lot you know what I mean and like yeah I mean it can make me cry but like we really do it's yeah. like really frustrating that like no one talks to you
1: about that stuff. Yeah. But we do, girl powerful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, what a huge, um, what a huge topic. I've given yeah. up power away my entire life. Yeah. And um, actually this uh, EP for me, I own a hundred percent of it. Cool. Yeah. Yes. Even with distribution and other companies involved and whatnot, I still am the sole owner of the masters and I made sure of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Solely for that purpose of taking my power back from all the people who had stolen my songs or, you know, taken IP from me, I've reproduced this project four times because for, various, that kind of stuff. for various different reasons. But um, I think when you're a woman in any industry, you—I've <laughs> been talking about this idea of soft power the blend of masculine and feminine. And I think that we need more of that in the world right now Mm -hmm. in our men and in women, because a lot of times we have to overcompensate with masculinity in order to just compete in order to just sit in the room with other men and not be looked at as some sort of object or, um, you know, sexual endeavor or something like that. And that happens a lot a lot, especially in the music business. But I think in any business, it's good to be aware of. But I never want to compromise my femininity for masculinity that has been swayed for so long, since the dawn of time, truly. And I think we are at a paradigm shift in that. And I think that femininity is on the rise. Yeah. That's why Girl Powerful is so key right now. This I had this really
0: big moment. Yeah. So I went to Italy years ago, but I was on a trip and I was noticing all the architecture and all the statues, women warriors, women soldiers, women celebrated everywhere. Like everywhere I went in three different cities, it was like the the ancestry and the history of Italy had women celebrated and i literally was at the capitol in rome like sitting there just like pouring out into my journal being like why isn't aren't women celebrated in america in the united states we're like erased from history you know and it's like we only idolize men in history books we only idolize fathers and good men and brave men and i was like the rest of the world isn't necessarily like that it's just where we grew up yeah So it's really interesting to have women and have 2016 happen and have a huge women's empowerment movement happen. Being like, listen, we're here. We're amazing. We're strong. We're brave. Just see us and value us. And And, and to
2: speak to what you're saying is yeah, and I'm not going to act like a dude just to show up in a boardroom, but I deserve to be there. Whatever I want to look like or feel like or talk like that day, you know what I mean? And I think that's part of this journey too is like this pendulum is swinging back and forth very, very fast. Like every single day, something in the news is happening where you like kind of question your identity or if that's okay to say that, or if it's okay to do this or, you know, you know what I'm saying. But yeah. it's so important right now to really dig into like who you truly are. And I like what you said about every day is like, can be a new it can be a new chapter. But then you also realize like, Deep, deep down, when you peel all the layers, like, you've always really known who you are. Yes. You know, so you need to rise to the occasion. And so that goes into the law and a love thing, the darkness to light. What does light mean to you? Everyone knows what darkness is. We've all been there. We're still sometimes dabbling. Mm-hmm. But what is the light?
1: Well, I think you have to dabble in the dark to see the light. I think it's a necessary evil almost, and what you were saying about, um, you know, who are we at our core? We're all love.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's why I named myself Lana love is because love was the one thing I knew nothing about. And it, I, it's become my eternal quest to find out, but I'll let you know how that goes. <laughs> Cause it's an <laughs> yeah, ever, that's
0: like a yoga name. process.
2: <laughs> so I was in Kundalini yoga teacher training and at the end they give you a new name and that's the thing you're supposed to live up to the meaning
0: like for your entire for your, life
2: and yeah I, you don't I don't know that you get there yeah or if you believe in afterlife and so maybe who knows but anyway yeah mine's is there something ever
1: even a there wait what is there, is there ever even a there that we get to we don't know <laughs> I don't think so I oh. I think it's just ever an ever evolving just spinning thing you know and no one know I don't know if there's an afterlife but if there is I um I think this is my last last time here on the the, that's that's what I think I (laughs) just
0: think I'm (laughs) tired I mean you're pretty shiny
1: so so are both of you I think (laughs) think if if you're ready (laughs) to just we're we're doing what we're of service now we're able to be of service and I think that is the light Mm -hmm. getting yourself to the point where you're okay with you and that core because really at our core we are just love looking for a place to happen Mm. that's so true I give you a lot of props
0: because you've been through so much but you choose to come from a place of love and kindness so why is that because you could be angry you could point your fingers you could be so bitter but you don't
1: yeah I and thank you and I'm same goes to both of you, you know, and, um, I think I was bitter and angry for a long time. And then I realized that all that trauma and all that bitterness and anger did me no good. It only poisoned me Mm -hmm. and not my foe, my foe flew free and I was trapped in those emotions. And then I couldn't do what I was set on this planet to do. Which is to create and make music and share love. That is what I'm supposed to do. So as soon as I was able to give that up, I was able to fly and higher than them.
0: Right, that's beautiful. So when you're
2: a bigger, well-known star, like you know, in a couple of days, probably when this airs,
1: <laughs> <laughs> my alarm set. It's. Uh, it's I've got, got my arm hair. We're looking at all my arm hair right now. My yeah. R- <laughs> me too yeah I have my horse and carriage waiting for me at midnight Cinderella's well I the question
2: is how are you going to not lose yourself in the lights in the shiny Hollywood scene because we've seen it happen to so many people and it's a really toxic environment like Sonia worked in music at Live Nation for a long long time and saw just like the worst of the
0: worst yeah <laughs> thanks for sharing that and more like I was
2: talking about in my head
0: no no (laughs) I, I think too just like even being in that situation I was like in the I was doing a lot of the work and people would take credit for it and then they'd be like Sonia why are you here and that was one of the biggest moments where I'm like wow I just did all of the work and they're gonna stand there and take credit for me and then say like go away That was like the hardest, grossest I've ever felt in my life. But that's what they do all the time. But I think having conversations like this and like talking and like being able to have podcasts and social media, people aren't allowed to get away with treating other people like that. Yeah, I'm
2: kind of curious because that was about 2015 before everyone started speaking up and using social media to blast people that deserve to be blasted sometimes.
0: But wait, go back to your question. So how are you going to stay true to you and from your place of love
1: when you're going to get really
0: busy touring, doing all your stuff?
1: I have had many a similar experience with big conglomerates like that that take your name and trash it, even though you just slaved away for however many years and your blood's on the paper and you signed it in your blood. They still will take it. Um, but you know, I think I'm past the point of losing myself. I think I've had to find myself from the bottom of the barrel so many times that I don't think I'll dip lower than I've been. I think, um, I've had my Phoenix rising moment, which is like right now. And I've experienced the dark night of the soul. And I think it also takes going through that to say, no. No. Yeah. That actually, it will never happen again. Yeah. I know. I, and once you've seen it and you say no to it, it changes.
0: Yeah.
1: That's actually the only way I think to put a spoke in the wheel. Yeah. So I, I don't know what it will. I, I don't know where this will take me exactly. You know, um, I have really, I have a, a good sense of who I am now. And I, I hope that I go to the moon and then land on a star. I don't know. But
0: not the best thing about getting older is having your strong sense of self. So yes. even it's like things are being thrown at you and you're like, well, Whatever. if you do the work, you've already done the work. You're like, you know, that doesn't bother me anymore.
1: Yeah. I don't need to own your pain. Yeah. I've already owned mine, right? Well, so if you throw something at me, that is your own insecurity or your own stuff. I don't need to actually take that on. And I used to, I'm a huge empath. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I'm sure both of you are too. And it's tough because we feel everything so much. Yeah. It really wow. is. It's, it's gauging whether or not it's worth it to you to have a bad day right yeah I really I'm not
2: people
0: really don't mess with me that much I don't know what that's like through learning how to communicate too because we used to work with girls like underserved girls and we would go into really bad situations Mm -hmm. and we do that like you in your mind you think I can't imagine being in her shoes or like this person doing that to her and then we'd go home and we'd start crying and we would feel in a funk for 48 hours or you try to find a solution that will never help, you know, because you, you are an empath and you want to serve and you want to love, but sometimes life is just, you can't do anything about
2: it. Well, we were like taking on people's second, like we were having secondhand trauma to a lot of the girls we were working with. And then we realized, yeah, this isn't our pain. Like we're letting this seep into our bodies that this didn't happen to us. Yeah. And you know, it's terrible that it's happening, but that's okay. I mean, it's not okay, but like, have we're, you,
0: we were there doing the
2: girl power. Yeah. Then
0: that's what we could
2: contribute. But then we realize we have to have these boundaries. And if we aren't feeling like the work is reciprocated, or if someone even says a simple, thank you, that's not the school we work in, you know, like, so it's like a totally different career than what you're going through. But like, Everyone has it wherever they land, whatever their nine to five is.
1: It's so the same. I think it's the same everywhere. It's people People. needing you to be there for them because they can't be there for themselves. So how do we train or teach rather um, independence in in emotional independence? Right, right even though you feel everything, even though you are an empath. And I do think it's boundary setting. I do think it's saying no to that job that's, that someone's taking your name. I think it's saying no to overly toxic masculine energy or vice versa or overly feminine. You know, there's just a balance. And I think that we need to find a way to come together on that, especially just men and women. I, I, I feel like that's part of my purpose, actually, on this planet is to kind of figure out language that can fully blend the two energies together and really get back to that core self, which men and women have, which is love.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Besides writing or like tapping into your love frequency, what is another tool that you could suggest to women or girls listening that they could use? Because, you know everyone's creativity looks differently but do you have a like third or fourth thing you like lean on besides writing and music
1: yeah I mean I, I love to meditate mm-hmm. I meditate every morning I just try to clear my mind I actually um sometimes I'll clear it and then other times I'll throw out a game of thrones map <laughs> move all the pieces i'm like oh if this person moves here this knight will trump this and then yeah, this is a video game this i mind. i mean it be. i'm this pretty positive oh, she's it
2: queen's gambit with game <laughs> of thrones
1: it is. It is. It's literally a Game of Thrones map. And um, I just move the pieces and try to kind of see a ripple effect if I do something. And sometimes if I can allow an answer and it will show me what I need to do next.
2: So your tarot cards are Game of Thrones characters. Oh,
1: Hans, I'm the empress. Like full out empress vibes. <laughs> you know who you look like? Who you remind me of? Who? On
0: Game of Thrones, the woman with the long red hair. Oh,
1: um, yeah,
0: you know who I'm talking about. Yes,
1: I yes. forgot her name
0: on and the she show. She could but... totally do tarot cards in her mind.
1: Oh, for <laughs> sure. She's doing the them on set She's <laughs> on camera. She's like, I'm the king of spades or whatever. The, king of the yeah,
0: ace of wands today, yeah, cups, something about cups. What um, do you talk to yourself about before you perform or before you make a video?
1: Hmm. Um, you know, I actually try to just be as normal as I can. I try to have a conversation with someone right before I go on stage so that I'm just me already. And I'm not like making a transition into another person. I like that. So you don't have the alter ego that a lot of people have. You're you. I, I just, I walk in, I'm, yeah, I'm just me. And so, but I do consciously make an effort to not be in a bubble before I go on stage, but just take a moment, talk to someone. Oh, Hey, how's your drink? How's your night going? Okay, great. Hey guys, I am Lana love. And then I just walk around. <laughs> yeah. like, so it's like, it's, 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 it probably
0: alleviates any anxiety because if you sit in silence, you're going to be like,
1: Oh God. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm <laughs> <Yes>. prepping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or in
2: like back to this whole last 30 minutes is like, you work so hard to be yourself. You might as well go up there and show them.
1: Oof. Right. I, I had that written down. Well, it's <laughs> on, on recording. Good, perfect. Yeah, I mean, that's great. It's so true, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. all the inner work. Yeah, that's I all think it is.
2: The work is fun because you get like these gifts, you know, like everyone wants like my love language is gifts, tangible, tangible too. But yeah. like you get all these wonderful gifts like out of nowhere if you're actually you know, taking that time to meditate or connect with like-minded women. Or... Yeah,
0: because every time, like Teddy and I both have very different journeys, but as we both decided to work on ourselves more and more and like write out our curriculum, our frequency was raised, but we, the people in our lives became better and better. Mm-hmm. And they still do. And Hopefully. they still do.
1: When when we work on this, everything else changes, everything. Yeah. It's so true. It's wild, isn't it? And it's beautiful. Wild. And it's gonna continue to also because I, I feel like the gift is clarity.
2: Yeah, that's cool too. That's cool. Write that one down. Write that one down. Okay, well yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll have a We have it recorded. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, take notes.
2: <laughs> what is your favorite thing about performing besides like sharing the music? Like what do you feel when you're up there when someone you can see actually like connects to the lyric or the just the beat or whatever's happening
1: I think my favorite part is is that connection if I make eye contact with someone who's really there with me and I know they just forgot about all their problems that is the best thing um you know I think that's what music does I actually think it is a gift from the gods I think it is something that where does it come from it comes it's not even mine like i don't even take credit for my lyrics honestly it is something ethereal god like thing that writes through me it's not necessarily me i'm just receiving it mm-hmm. You know, so I can't even take full credit, although I will make sure my name's on it and that I own the rights. (laughs) You're like, catalyst, want to love. But I was really just the um, vessel for that. And I I feel like it's translated. It's something divine that when people hear it and we're all in that same space in that same moment together, that is a direct connection to source. I agree. It's
0: so instinctive when you hear music that you love that like pleasures your ear or your body to move with it and sing with it. And I think that's something a lot of people don't have that or like harness it anymore because we were at a women's event, the first one, you know, since everyone's double vaxxed (laughs) and all these women were saying, I used to love to sing and I don't sing anymore. And one girl said, I used to love to sing and I won't even sing in the shower. And it was Mm -hmm. so sad to see like 40 year old women who aren't even confident enough to sing and they know they love it. it. Yeah, and that it makes them feel good.
2: And one was like a classically trained pianist and like all these gifts were just like thrown down the drain because someone said, you're too loud, shut up, your voice, da, da, da. Like come over here, cook dinner, whatever it was. Someone shut them down and they never, and then they gave their power away.
1: Yeah. It's that giving your power away thing. I I would love to share a quick story. I was Mm. telling uh, my manager, I had a very, very high up music exec exec. I had a meeting with him that I was like, I had waited for, for two years. I'm like, this is my moment. He's going to love me. I'm in. He said, "Honey, you're just too old. You should probably put on your Daisy Dukes and go to Nashville and try that." There have oh, been—I didn't know
2: that's Nashville. That's really kind of him in general, like oh, up kind. old ladies,
1: right? So I, so you know, I, of course, I took him. Home. I was like, "Thank you so much for your your words and all this," you know. And then I immediately went into my car and I broke down and cried. Um, And then I, I was PO'd for about 48 hours. And then I thought, how many times has someone said that to me? If I had a nickel for every man who has said something like that, I would be probably the richest woman in the world maybe trump rihanna i'm not sure i'm sure she's maybe not i don't know she's pretty good um, said mean things to you lana and and but it happens so often and i only bring that up because recently i've had quite a bit of success success and growth in my career and he found out about it and said oh my gosh i can't wait for your success i can't wait to see you rise So it's just interesting, the perspective, never stop. I'm so glad I didn't stop. I could have stopped then. I really could have. And I'm so glad I didn't. And I I think it takes more of us singing in the shower, regardless of who tells us we suck.
2: Yeah, I think, like, I don't know that those women were ever going to have like a big life of music, but I think that that was their joy. And that's what was taken away you know, like, yeah, maybe they didn't need to stop singing, like, with the family in the car, you know, like, and keep it simple. But did you know, like, in yoga terms, like, the nod is, like, that heavenly enlightenment vibration, and that's through music that has meaning?
1: I didn't know that. Yeah, and that's like, the- NAD.
2: N-A-D, yeah. and, like, that's the difference between, like, me turning off a rap song that's just, like, Disgusting, in my opinion, if it's like belittling women or saying words that shouldn't be said. And then, like, listening to happy, like, dancing, like, spiritual music, or someone like you, or like I mentioned on our live, like, cold play, or something that's more soulful. Or even I like, we love oldies because there was just more, there was more people in the room. There was more love in the room. It was a creation, you know? Yeah. And that's this frequency of nod through music that we all can feel but everyone's turned off to it because of like commercialism and capitalism
1: yeah I mean I, I could go on all day about that but actually the music on the radio is tuned to I believe 423 hertz as opposed to the frequency of love which is 528 and I specifically wanted my project to be tuned to that Um, and it it was so difficult because I couldn't get it on the radio. I couldn't get it placed anywhere. Um, people couldn't even recognize some of the frequencies and sing along to it or play along to it. So it proposed all these challenges, but it's interesting that radio is actually tuned to make you, um, your anxiety levels go up.
2: And probably go buy some McDonald's. Probably go do something.
1: <laughs> probably like live at a lower
0: vibration. Yeah, which is yeah. not making healthy choices. Keep us or Loving choices.
1: Yes, I, I forgot what the number is. Complete. I think it's four hundred and something. But I do know it's the number that that is technically the devil's frequency. Yeah, you what they wow. call it. The, the devil's devil. what? The devil's frequency. Uh... That's what Google said. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we it. Yeah. I'm blaming Google. But what about like
2: I know you're a fan of like Post Malone. Like he he might not have the highest vibe.
1: <laughs> he definitely has a high vibe. <laughs> <laughs> There's always an the exception. <laughs> <laughs> He's just. Uh, <laughs> I mean, in another life, we're together. <laughs> why? Why? Why do you? Why, why do you another, life? another life? In this life. I don't know. Maybe in this life. I'm not sure. Oh, my gosh,
2: Lana.
1: <laughs> I already told my boyfriend he knows. He's. Oh, like, you have a boyfriend. <laughs> I do. I have a boyfriend. I don't care if the world this knows.
2: have a mega crush on. Oh.
1: I do. But I do have a mega crush on Post Malone. We're spirit animals together. That's good. That's we good. Are- yeah.
2: All right. Well, we have a really quick music edition of This or That. And are you ready?
1: I Okay. I'm not sure what the premise is, but I'm so, getting- like-
2: it's this or that so I would be like blue or red and you pick a color awesome.
1: your favorite yeah. it's like wow. oh, yeah. got it okay love it
2: okay ready are we going every other no you just do okay. it okay it's <laughs> embarrassed for me I think okay this one's easy ready Post Malone or Harry Styles Post Malone live events or virtual events live costumes or regular clothes Costumes. yeah Electric or acoustic?
0: Electric.
2: DJ or a band? Band. Independent artist or sign artist?
1: Woo! Right now, independent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Both. Both. <laughs> All right. And then the last question coming in hot. What makes you feel the most alive?
1: Oh when I'm having conversations like this or sharing my music and people are receptive to it and we get to spread the message of love one more iota across the planet Mm -hmm. that makes me feel so alive and worth
0: all all of it makes it worth can't wait for your ep to come out
1: tell us where people can find you yeah, my name is Lana Love Music on all socials, including TikTok and Instagram, and all that. And then I'm Lana Love on Spotify, and she's coming out July 1st. We actually I have a little preview for you if you want. Yeah, You're to sing right now. Well, well, I could sing it, but actually, we have the track. So I'm oh. just gonna a tiny bit of it. Okay. It's all live instrumentation. It was recorded in analog, and then it's yeah so okay, we're excited let's we'll
0: be quiet. quiet maybe
1: no that's please my
0: don't teddy to be quiet you know how many times <laughs>
2: she's hit my leg under the table right
1: now <laughs> sisters Sisters, love it because there's nothing that's real is breaking your heart
2: Summer. I
0: love that. It is the sun. That's awesome.
2: so exciting. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming. We love you. We are rooting for you and we can't wait to see what happens.
1: Yay, me too. And same, same. So glad we got to do this. Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks to our guest. For more information on her, see the show notes. Please hit subscribe if you have not already. That way a new episode is delivered directly to your feed every week.